Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. I'm Lisa. And I'm Lucy. And we run Sticker Guru, a stationery and stickers shop. We created the Big Plans podcast to share the things we've learned over the past six years of running our own business. And let's get started. Let's get started. So tomorrow is the pre-sale for our Flawless Foiling course. And we are really excited for this course because we've been working on it for over a year. The Flawless Foiling course is designed to show you how to become a confident foiling machine equipped with the right tools and materials. And this pre-sale will be at a special early bird deal. And then it, the price will go up when we officially launch on May 10th. So if you are interested, we will have the link in the show notes where you can sign up to stay updated about the course. Yay, I'm so excited about the course. Speaking mm -hmm. of the right tools and materials, though, this week's episode, we're talking about the tools of the trade. So we'll be mentioning a lot of different things and Lucy will be linking all of it in the show notes so you can reference that later. Yes. So first off, silhouette. So we get asked all the time what cutting machine we use. And we have been using silhouette portraits literally from the beginning. I started out with one. We currently have eight now. And yeah, that is what we've been using. Our we army of asked, portraits. It's like a cricket. Yeah, we get asked that so often, but we've never used a cricket. So we have yeah, no idea no experience how that works. Yeah, silhouette portraits. They are the way to go. Okay, what about printers? So for printers, we've gone through a lot of printers in our time. Can confirm. We had a whole, we still do, we have two shelves that are just printers. Yes, two like those metal racks from Ikea. Just every shelf is like filled with a printer. So we started out with a color laser printer. That is just what my family had at the time. And I was like, great, it can print color. So let me just use this. And the quality was absolutely terrible. <laughs> and I was the only one using it. And I was printing so much off of it that after a couple of months, the quality had like gone down significantly. Like, I don't really know what happened. What was the issue? Because I had no idea how to troubleshoot printing or how to fix a printer. And I think the it was a laser printer. So I think it was like getting clogged or something. Honestly, still have no idea because I am a pro with inkjets, but laser printers I really don't have a lot of experience with, especially a color laser printer. So it was just printing out super light, like all the colors were so faint and you can barely see anything. So <laughs> instead of trying to fix it, I was like, I'm just going to buy a different printer and use something else. I mean, that's probably a a good idea considering it was not great to begin with. Right. So I did a little research and I decided to go with the Canon Pixma. I think it was like the MX922. I don't even think they make it anymore. They don't. But I we used them for several years and we I feel like we went through like 10 of them. Like they were breaking left and right because we were printing so much. But... <laughs> These printers are not meant to be like, I feel like they're supposed to be made for like light office use. Like you print right. a couple of documents a week. Right. And here I was like printing hundreds of sheets every single day off of them. And I think one time something really disturbing happened. 
I was well, printing something and then it, or you were printing something, but I was next to the printer and I watched it. Like it was printing, printing, it started making some weird noise and then it sucked the paper back in and basically it died. died. It lit- the printer literally committed suicide and it was just the weirdest thing. Never seen a printer do that before. It yeah, it, it literally was broken after it was that. Tired. It did not it want to work like, anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> so after like we went through like ten of those printers when they each one broke, we decided to upgrade to something better. And we currently use the Canon Pro 100, which again I think is also discontinued. But we have like, three of them. I was like, this is such a good printer. I need to like stock up. So <laughs> we we have, have three of them, and they they're huge printers. They're so heavy. They're so heavy. Like it usually we have to carry it like both of us together. Yeah, like- I cannot pick one up because they're it's twice the size of a regular printer. And so I love these Canon Pro 100s because the quality is amazing. But the only downside is that they print so incredibly slow. Like, honestly, it takes three minutes for a really slow sheet. So yep. it's a good thing we have more than one going at a time. But again, it's just it's definitely very slow. We've also tried to do things like, oh, well, if it takes so long, like, let's print it overnight or print it while we're doing other things. But I feel like we've learned our lesson not to do that because when you leave it alone, something bad always happens. Yeah, like, you're not supervising it. Like, if we step away from the printer, like, we leave our office or if we're printing overnight, usually one of the colors will get clogged or something and then that totally messes up the printing for, like, several, I don't know, 50 pages and and it's very frustrating. So they definitely need to be supervised when they are going. Yes. Printers are so finicky. <laughs> they are. Like, for being a machine, they are very picky. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about the laser printer? Honestly, I'm not very picky about laser printers. I feel like they all kind of just work the same. So we use laser printers for printing the foil elements onto our stickers. Or if we're just printing foil stickers, we use the laser printer. So we've used a bunch and we basically just use them until they don't really work anymore or if they're too problematic to fix. We are currently using an HP LaserJet and it's been working well, like no problems so far. I think previously we were using a Brother printer and it was just, I don't know, having a lot of issues that just that I would fix but then like just kept coming back more and more quickly so I was like screw this and so now we use an HP laser jet and yeah works fine yeah it's been good okay I can talk about the laminator or I can start yeah. off so I remember when we first ventured into foiling we you we had this laminator like the Amazon basics right it was like literally for a laminator <laughs> document was <laughs> like just a your typical school laminator and i feel like we played around with that for a while before we eventually got a mink mm-hmm. i feel like the mink was what everyone was using at the time everyone had a mink yeah but we never really knew what temperature setting to use and i feel like we just weren't fans of it like it wasn't it was yeah, perfect like, 
it just and the foiling never came out like flawless and like i really hated the plastic carrier that it came with i still hate it don't recommend it even if you do use a mink i would not recommend it just like it was very mediocre and i want to say it was like a hundred bucks and i feel like if you just spent a little bit more money you could get something that's so much better so after we we're using the mink. We decided to upgrade to, I want to say it was under $200 for a Tamerica laminator. And it was so much better because it had actual temperature settings. So we used that for several years. And then after a while, I want to say maybe two years ago, maybe two or three, I was like, I feel like this is a little slow and I feel like we can, you know, upgrade to something a little bit better. So we upgraded to, I want to say it was like $300. Still, Tamerica brand, and that is what we currently use, and it's pretty fast. I like it a lot, and yeah, no issues. Yeah, I feel like you foil. Like, if you guys follow our Instagram, you've probably seen our stories where we'll post a huge pile mm -hmm. that Lisa has to foil, but I feel like it's been much it's faster. Been, yeah, like I can get through a big stack pretty quickly so it's been good cool 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 so what additional equipment did we invest in i feel like there's quite a few and the first one i wanted to start off with mm -hmm. is the a label printer label printer for we, shipping labels yes for shipping labels we used the dymo we started off with that but i hate it i hate it so i hate it with all my heart well, prior to the <laughs> dymo we were just printing the shipping labels on just white paper, copy paper. And yep, we would, and we would cut, cut it. Hand cut. Hand cut <laughs> and hand tape the shipping labels to the package. And we did this for our subscription box because back then we shipped with stamps, except for our subscription box was with tracking. So we had like, I don't know, like over a hundred that we needed to hand cut every single label, hand tape, and it would take literally like hours. Yep. When it should have only taken like 10 minutes max. Max. So Probably like five minutes. I think that was a huge game changer for us. That's when I realized it's worth investing. Because mm -hmm. like at the time, she the Dymo was like $200. So I was like, ooh, that's kind of steep. So it's just that's hand cutting. Hand cutting is free. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I wish we had bought it earlier, but... At the time, since we weren't shipping that much stuff with yeah. labels, um, that's why like I held off for it for so long. Yeah, but again, back to my hatred of the diamond. <laughs> Given how expensive it is, it was really slow, and I remember it would always malfunction. I would have to constantly re-put in the roll, or it would print some rolls, and like the labels, like, and then other half labels. Like, yeah. It would print nothing, just so many freaking problems. Like if the, you know, that TikTok sound that's like, I'd give it a zero, but that's not possible. So I give it a one. One. Like I hated it so much. It was the worst. And like, I would never recommend a Dymo to anyone. Not even your worst enemy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely not. So we used the Dymo for like, I don't know, a couple years. And then we got a Rolo label printer and that is, has been amazing. It prints so much faster and there's never any issues and it's just so much better. 
Yeah, I actually really do like the Rolo label printer because we use it to print different sizes as well, not just shipping labels, but, you know, like for Advent, we had circular stickers. So, I mean, I don't know if the Dymo did that, but I do like that about the Rolo printer. Mm -hmm. Okay, next we, I want to say this is like about a year ago, we invested in a packing tape dispenser and this is for like the craft papery kind of packaging tape that's water activated so basically it dispenses and like it makes the tape already wet so then you can just you know easily apply the tape and I think before that we were using a sponge to activate each tape strip and it was very slow and very messy I remember just like there being glue on my hands all the time it was like sticky and gross. It's a mess. So I think when we bought the tape dispenser, it was right around the time when we were shipping things like our planners, our advent calendar, just things that are in boxes. So that was definitely well worth the money. I want to say it was like $200. It was a good chunk of change. We yeah. were kind of like, oh, should we? But then it, it was worth it. It was definitely worth it. Yeah. And we still use it like all the time. And before that, I just want to say like how we were hand cutting the shipping labels. We were also, you know, hand ripping the tape. I think we were using scissors, but like, again, it was just so slow. It was very slow. Unnecessarily just a waste of our time. Yeah. And also it was plastic. And I really like what we have now, which is I I guess it's some sort of paper. It is paper. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what Amazon I mean, uses on their boxes. Like, yeah, yeah. Amazon, their packages, like that papery tape. Yeah. That branded tape. Yeah. Yep. I'm a fan. Okay. So next is something that we recently got, and that is a humidifier along with a humidifier gauge so this is really useful if you live in a dry area or on the opposite if you live in a place that's like super humid especially during summer so we live in a dry area we live in the desert san diego or san diego <laughs> very dry <laughs> it's very dry we have like santa Ana winds and like sometimes the humidity literally goes down to like 10% which is very dry so when that happens it causes our sticker paper to curl up which is a pretty big problem for printing because you want to make sure when you're you know printing things through the printer that your paper is flat but when it's curly it has a hard time feeding through the printer it causes alignment issues especially for if you're printing foil elements you want to make sure your paper is flat so it feeds through normally but when it curls up it can go through crooked and it's just really annoying to deal with so yep I looked into getting a humidifier and it has definitely helped the situation plus it's nice I also got a gauge so then I know like when it is getting dry and I can just turn on the humidifier I feel like it's also nice to have a humidifier just because you it's you also benefit like your your being your skin is probably nicer. Right. And it's yeah, definitely. Dry. Like, when it's dry, <laughs> I like, feel it in my skin, and like I I feel like my allergies really act up when it's dry. Also, I don't know why, but yeah, <laughs> just hay fever. 
just hay fever. Okay, so I want to talk about the iPad because I, I before we started using our iPad to fill orders, I never touched my iPad. Like I watched things yeah. on my laptop or my phone. My iPad was just kind of sitting there. Mm -hmm. um, but now we use it to fill orders and we use it to watch shows as we're doing work, like packing orders or um, foiling. Yeah. Just like kind of things that don't require a ton of attention so that you can just watch something on the side. Yeah. And I feel like in terms of filling orders, Shopify works so much better on the iPad than on desktop. Because I feel like on desktop, you have to open all the tabs, but it's just a lot easier on the iPad. Um yeah, I actually got my mom an iPad because she's been helping us fill orders. And like before I was just letting her use my iPad, but then I would have like nothing to watch Netflix from <laughs> um, while I'm doing work. So then I got her her own iPad so she can fill orders on there and I can still use mine. Yeah, well, I love the iPad now. Yeah, um, it's definitely worth the money. And I think we just have the most basic kind. Um, yeah, you definitely don't need the fancy iPad. I, yeah. think. I feel like they're all not doing anything like that requires a lot of drawing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so next up and our final additional equipment that we invested in is our camera, tripod, lighting, photo, etc. equipment. I feel like we already had this. We had a lot of this already because like we mentioned before, we used to have a YouTube channel growing up. So we already were pretty equipped with things, but I feel like we've also invested in some new stuff as well. Yeah, I mean, we we have like the lighting setup and like a bunch of cameras. And I don't think it's like super necessary for a sticker shop owner unless you're like thinking about, just, you know, doing like videos. But I do think lighting equipment is really useful, especially for if you're like taking product photos. So I would definitely recommend a set of lights. Yeah, good lighting, I think, is really important because, yes, you could just use like natural lighting. That's probably ideal. But a lot of times we'd be working at night and we're like, OK, yes. if we have something. We have like new releases tomorrow. We have to take pictures, but it's like 9 p.m. So having good lighting means that you don't have to worry what time of day that you are taking these photos or videos or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I am constantly working at night and it's like dark so having a set of lights is very useful okay so now we have a short little q a section so i guess i'll ask you the first question okay someone asked i'm wondering why do you send tasks to all silhouette all eight silhouettes from the same computer yeah she's asking how do we do that I feel like we get that question a lot, which I'm surprised about because I don't know. I, I always assume that people knew that you can have multiple silhouettes going mm -hmm. at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and if you didn't know that, now you know. So we do use one computer. We have a Mac for all eight silhouettes. And we have these USB hubs that we connect the silhouettes to. And then the USB hubs go into our computer. Yeah. And that's so that's they're just connected by USB Okay, and then we also get this question a lot that is, why do you choose to use eight silhouette portraits instead of one plotter? Oh my gosh, we get this question so much. And I feel like I don't, I feel almost defensive about it because I'm like, I like our system. I feel like it works really yeah. well for us. Also, I don't know if you could make foiled stickers with a plotter. I think that's the biggest thing is that I think a plotter like prints and it cuts, but... 
And it's like, I, you have to use different sticker paper, right? Like we would right, have to use right. our yeah. current I sticker think paper. It's like vinyl material. So that is also like something we don't use. So yeah, I feel like it just, it doesn't make sense for us to use a plotter. I know some shops do use a plotter, and but they don't sell like foiled stickers. So it would make sense for them to use a plotter. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I feel like switching to a plotter, like we'd only do that if it were more efficient. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we're already, we've already created the system and we have the techniques where having these eight machines is the most efficient thing. Like, yeah, we have all eight working. There's always, they're constantly being fed new sticker sheets to cut so oh. that they're all working at the same time. Like, it's, yeah. I mean, I think it's just really up to your own personal preference, but the silhouettes have been working great for us. Yeah. And also because we we do we design in silhouette studios. So um, right. I feel like if you move to a plotter, you have to learn whatever software they have, or oftentimes it's like Illustrator, which we also are not super familiar with. So that would require quite a learning curve for us. And we do not have time for that. <laughs> okay. So the next question is how often do you change ink? How do you refill your own ink? I feel like that really just depends on like changing ink is just when we run out, right? And then, yeah, funny story about refilling our own ink. I remember this is when Lisa and I were living together. And this is also when we just switched over to the Canon Pro 100. Yes, yes. And she bought all the tools right that supplies like all the ink bottles and just everything that you need it was like whole set yeah you bought the whole set and I feel like it sat there for months if not an entire year like it just oh yeah definitely on the shelf we were too scared first of all we were too scared to use the canon pro 100 because it was just like yeah that also sat there for a really long time (laughs) yeah but when we finally I think one day I was just like, I need, we need to figure this out. And it actually came with instructions and like videos. So I don't know why we didn't just, I don't know why we were just so like afraid. But literally, if you go onto YouTube and you search refilling ink and like your printer, whatever your printer is, I'm sure there will be a ton of videos explaining how to do it because there were a ton for us. And it's just a matter of following the instructions from the video. Yeah. Uh, Also, I'll say you don't have to refill your own ink. For the longest time when we were using the smaller Canon Pixmas, we were just buying third-party inks from Amazon. They were super cheap. Obviously, refilling your ink is cheaper in the long run, but it definitely does have an overhead cost. So if you do a whole lot of printing like we do, refilling your own ink is definitely cost-effective. But if you're just doing like like a medium amount of printing. I think third-party inks from Amazon are definitely the way to go. Yeah, agreed. Going back to the first question, how often we change the ink? Like I said, it's basically just when we run out, but it really depends on the color of the ink and what colors we're printing a lot of. So to give you an example, our winter kits are usually more blue. So when we're printing those, usually that's like fall time. And the fall will run out of blue a lot faster than, let's say, when we're printing spring kits, which is usually in the winter. That's usually more pink. So we run out of the magenta a lot faster. Yeah, it honestly really just varies. Yep. So the next question, 
It's kind of a long question. How do you know exactly when to change out the silhouette blades, printer ink cartridges, toner, etc.? They said, when my blade got old, I was still able to use it on the deepest cutting setting. So how do you know when it's truly done? For ink and toner, what do you look for in the print quality to know when to switch that out? The print, our printer, I'm not sure if this is the case for all printers, but I think our, this honestly is the case for all printers. Okay. Yeah. So at least for nowadays. our printer, it will tell us when the ink is out. Like it will literally stop printing and yeah. it'll start it'll, flashing. It'll yell at you to change the ink. Yeah. Continue to print. So that's how we know in terms of ink. And then I would say for things like the blades, it's just when it stops working and we start getting a lot of... Personally, for us, we don't ever change the cut settings. So when the blade, you know, stops working, we just that we change it right then and there rather than trying to figure out what kind figure of cut out a work. deeper cutting yeah. setting because I feel like if it doesn't work on the cutting setting that you started with then the blade is dull at that point so I yeah that's when I would change the blade is yeah it stops I working. think if you're a hobbyist and you're just trying to save money then you could definitely do that but for us mm-hmm. It's like a lot more efficient um, yeah. for us to just like switch it out than to have to fiddle around and figure out another cut can. setting. Yeah, exactly. Okay. The next question. If oh, you a continuation from the previous ones. Oh, got it. Okay. They asked, if you can tell me why I can't get my machine to make perfect cuts, that would be amazing. LOL. Oh my gosh. There could be so many reasons. I feel like, like, I mean, this is definitely something that I had to overcome when I was first learning to use the silhouette portrait for several months actually it could be a million and one reasons why your machine isn't cutting correctly or perfectly and I think the biggest thing is lighting making sure you have literally consistent lighting we have these led light strips above our cutting machines and I feel like that really keeps everything consistent yeah Um, but before we had those lights I feel like we had cutting issues all the time yeah and we literally had lamps like stationed yeah we had like like, lamps and it just (laughs) never helped until we had like a little strip of light over the whole machine so lighting is definitely really key for making sure you have the perfect cut Okay, I'll ask the last question because this is, I think, what you do or don't do. What regular maintenance do you perform on your machines, cutters, and printers? That's a good question. And maybe I don't have the answer you're looking for, but I feel like I honestly just wait for things to break down. I don't do a whole lot of maintenance on our machines Maybe that's why our machines. I mean, maybe that's why printers were like, I'm not functioning anymore. <laughs> right. I I feel like if there's no problem, then why try to like do do stuff to it? I mean, I I do like occasionally I'll like dust our machines, our cutters and printers, but other than that, yeah, I really don't do any maintenance. <laughs> on it i have noticed with our inkjet printer if i haven't printed in over a week or like for a few days that sometimes the colors do get clogged or like dried out so i'll have to like run a cleaning cycle but yeah that's not something that i like do every single day yeah you're asking the lady who 
never turns off her computer, like lets her phone run to 5% battery. Yeah, I'm the type of person where like I won't turn off my computer until it starts getting slow. And then I'm like, oh, I should probably restart it. Or like I'll use my phone until it's like 0% battery because I just will be FaceTime to go charge it. And I'm like, where did you go? Yeah. Because her phone died. So maybe we're not the best people to ask that question, but maybe it's something to think about. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I just, we do the least in terms of maintenance. But if something does break down, I feel like I know how to fix it. Like any problem, I can fix. It's, maybe that's just like a engineer mindset. Maybe. Like, <laughs> it's not broken. Don't mess with it. And yeah. when it is, like you will figure out how to repair it. Right, yeah. Which I feel like maybe that's not a good engineering thing because okay, I have no idea. You should be testing things. I see, but you know, whatever. Hey, nobody got time for that. (laughs) So that is it for all of our questions. I do want to just give a gentle reminder that tomorrow is the pre-sale. Tomorrow being May third, in case you're listening to this later, May third is the start of our pre-sale week for our flawless foiling course. And if you are interested, I will have the link in the show notes where you can sign up to stay updated about the course. Go check it out. Yes, go check it out. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at StickerGuru. Check out our shop website, StickerGuru.com. You can email us at hello at StickerGuru.com. And you can watch us on YouTube, youtube.com slash StickerGuru. Thanks so much for tuning in. See you next week. Bye. Bye.